ladies and gentlemen, from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio. It's the undiluted truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is going to be medical experts give up freedom to be used as pawns. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is the undiluted truth podcast at gmail.com are you on your best behavior oh absolutely with a little help from my friends welcome again to the undiluted truth i am ben and without any further delay or ado, let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. Good hey, evening. Good th- good afternoon. Good evening. I th- I, ooh, I said. Well, good evening. you know what? I think it on government time it could be good evening. Uh, on real Excellent. time, ooh, uh, okay. it's, I think it's good afternoon. Good. Well, so, good afternoon. Then. So we'll say yes. good afternoon, Ben. Uh, and boy, I I sort of just didn't even know I was going to slide into another topic and we'll have to get this could be a precursor for another episode but all right we will ha- have a little banter or a little bit of an episode at some point about government time and real time Ooh, just yes. to just to maybe spark okay. some thought there a lot of people might already know what that is <laughs> we and have what kind that of means Sort of so, brought it up every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, what a great title. And uh, good afternoon to all of you out there in the Fruited Plain and around the globe. Uh, uh, yeah. And I say around the globe, you just informed me before the show that we were up to 30, what, con- how many countries? Uh, cumulative, because I believe what yeah. we stated on the, on one of the recent podcasts was actually like within the last 30 days that you mentioned, I think, 16 or 17 countries. That's correct, yeah. But cumulative, we've actually reached, um, according to what I just looked at, 33 countries. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. And, you know, all we want to do is reach... Really, as many as we can. It's it's, it's is, not yes. a number. I mean, ten, if, no. if it's ten, as many as we can, that that's good enough. Absolutely. You, you know. So uh, around the fruited globe, we welcome all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there that are consistently and diligently still seeking the truth because this is a chore every day, and it isn't easy. Of course, mm-hmm. if it was easy, wouldn't all of this information be everywhere if it yeah, was that easy? Right. Everybody uh, should know, right? Yeah. they sh- Well, yeah. no, everyone should know. But great well, yeah. great topic that we have today. Think mm-hmm. about that, that someone is willing to trade something as cherished and precious as freedom yeah. to be in the position of, of being a pawn. Yeah. This is interesting to me. And I, but I think this is this thought, this whole concept, I think, is what blows people's minds in the in in the way that we all say, "How can people not see this? How can people not stand up? How can that doctor be bought? How can you know?" And and we keep going right. on and on, but there's so many people, as we, you know, in these other episodes that we've been listening to with Tess Laurie and the ones involved mm-hmm. 
in exposing, and we're seeing people being bought or, or literally being flipped and doing a 180. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is only one or two. So I, I just think that this is one of the things that most of us can't get our head around a little bit because I know myself, if you firmly believe in something, firmly, and this yeah. goes all the way back yeah. to the Hippocratic Oath. I mean, this is about taking a stand, taking a vow, if you will, when you become a professional individual in the medical field, whether it be a doctor or a nurse, right. uh, anybody that is caring for people. Yeah. And to know that these individuals can be bought yeah. for just a little bit and they're giving up. Their actual freedom, really. Uh, say it's they're giving up because they're afraid, they're giving up fear, or the incentives are high enough. But the bottom line is, is if you don't have anything worth standing on when you take that oath, you know, and I, and and I picture standing, you know, in a position, you know, you you, you know you. You see the president of the United States hand on the Bible, right. one hand raised, you know, taking you know the the oath of the oath of office, but and this is just as serious, right? And yeah. if that doesn't mean anything to you, wow, that's uh, you know that that needs some self examination. And when when you take that self examination, where do you find yourself? So this right. this title really intrigued me. Um, and, and what we're looking into here. It's not just information. This is really looking at the sort of the destruction, the devaluation of individuals, of, of themselves and their ability, their talents or gifts. It's yeah. if, it's if they, mean, they don't value the, themselves anymore. Right. I, or, well, or, or their, <laughs> or their core values weren't that strong to begin with. I, I like you're saying, because yeah, I mean, I go back, and and I don't want to do a super long intro here, but I go back to one of the podcasts that we did uh, with Kevin, since we mentioned freedom here. Yeah. You know, the, the what price would, are we willing to pay for freedom? And Kevin mentioned, uh, if you remember, that in other countries, you know, people look at America like, well, there's no corruption there, because you can't as easily, yes, I'm sure it gets done, but from the outside world, you know, basically... It appears that you can't buy police officers. You can't, you know, you can't yes. buy them off. Whereas right. in other countries, they'll pull you over just to get something from you, basically, from right. what I've heard. Yeah. You know, they'll pull you over just for whatever. And if you give them like 500 bucks or something like that, they're like, eh, get out of here. Right. You know, it's like they're out to make their own money. A nice, right? yeah. So, nice sideline. So I'm, I'm just like, you, you know, that goes on around the world. And it's like, it's like, You've like we like you're saying you've got to be really rooted, you know. Mm -hmm. And this this goes into the spiritual too, but I'm not I'm not going to go there right now. But if you're not really rooted, let's say you're a police officer, right? And I and, and I'm a billionaire, <clears throat> you know. And I just come up to you and I say, hey, you know, you, you know, it's a higher up person in the in the in that precinct or whatever. And it's like, hey, you know, will you let stuff slide if I give you like you know. A hundred million. That's exactly what it is. I mean, think about it though. A hundred million dollars. What is this? What is this world run on? You know, basically. 
money. Now, you don't have to love money or you don't have to, you know, but money is what, you know, pretty much makes the world go round, so to speak, right? Unless you're on a barter system, hey, I'll do this for you, you know, and then you come and do this for me because, you know, we work out a system, right? So we're not exchanging money. But other than that, money is what, that's the cur- that that's the currency, so to speak. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so it's like, you know, it's going to make your life here so much easier if you take it, right? So it's like, this guy's offering me $100 million. I can either accept that and look the other way for whatever he's doing, or I'm going to be, you know, working and slaving my butt off, you know, to try and make ends meet paycheck to paycheck. You know what I mean? So unless you're really rooted in what you're, what you really believe and, and you as a person, you're going to give it here. Well, All right. Well, you're going to take Thank the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're going I mean, to- you think about that. It's, it's like if you were offered $100 million right now to, you know, for some reason, just to look the other way briefly. You know, that's a hard call. I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, I'm, you know, sometimes you wonder yourself, what would you do if you were offered that? You well, know what I mean? It's like, because uh, you almost want to say, oh, I'll take it. But, you know, you, you really need to think that through. Well, sure you do, because you mentioned... Because there's the, consequences on the other end. Well, you said you look the other way briefly, and we use the word to take take the role of a pawn, because once you take the money, mm-hmm. they own you. Pretty That's much, it. pretty much. Because yeah, they, they, they you, you you've made a deal with them. I mean, this is this is mafia. Yeah, it's this, almost it's almost like a good blackmail deal. Like well, I didn't actually blackmail you, well, no. but once you accepted the money, yeah. I've got that over your head. So that's exactly right. right. So, so it's it's not just looking the other way briefly. It, well, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's you've I, got to look the other way, and then you've got to look around. Your head's got to be on a swivel for three, you know, three sixty for really the rest of your life. Yeah, because yeah. this is old school mafia yeah. tactics. Ever who's got the most money, and of course the you know the the most muscle, if you will. Have, right. have the power to, to get to you. So you, the the old school mafia, it's 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 money. They bought people off, mm-hmm. and if you didn't line up, right, then right. then they took your life. So it was incentives, and yeah. it was and it was threats, and and nothing's changed here. And and think about, and think about so, it. And, and I I know we're going a little long on the intro, guys. I'm, I apologize. Yeah. But I mean, going it's, it's going just stuff. a quick little bit into the spiritual because we've briefly brought up um, stuff that's coming to, that we believe is coming down the pike, right? Right. So what's to make you think that they're not going to incentivize that as well? Not well, just going to be a law, but hey, what if we gave you you know two hundred and fifty k if you'll just you know do this? Sure. Oh, the, yeah, you know, if, if you see what I'm saying. So you need to be very firmly, mm-hmm. whether it's spiritual or other, right. very firm on what you really believe. It, it, yeah. yeah. And they're very cunning. They're, they're very powerful uh, and cunning in the way that they know what, what, what you would take. You know, mm. they're going to look in your background. Mm, right. and I mean, it could be anything across the board and offer you whatever. And yeah. they they they're gonna probably list four things and think he's gonna he's gonna bite on one of these four things, um, and yeah. and then there might be threats. You know, we're gonna take your license. Don't, I mean, it's just so. But but the bottom line is is it's kind of these, a scary thought. These individuals, 
in key positions that we this is this is this is the difficult thing we depend on them to stand up for what is right because here we are already pawns you know we're not in that big More, pond so to speak we, yeah yeah we don't have well when it comes to right you know this information we don't really have the, the yeah the pull the say yeah these yeah. you know right we're, we're talking about people that consult for the who and and have you know heavy influence on organizations like right. that we can't influence it but but we can do what we're doing now uh and you know the bottom line is is Ladies and gentlemen, you need to stand up for what you believe in and continue to fortify yourself with the truth uh, so that you don't ever fall and and make the right decision. So anyway. You mean mean the wrong decision? Yeah, the wrong decision. Yeah. Yeah. So that you always make the right decision and never make the wrong decision. Yes. (laughs) If you're fortified. That one. Now that and, and now that we made sure you were listening, <laughs> <laughs> and sorry for going long, guys. Yeah, no, that, that good but, stuff, uh, yeah. good stuff. So, well, let's pick it up right here All right. with more of of this, you know, the, this team that was investigating and looking into uh, good treatments and uh, drugs that were working, and it's, it's like the blanket was. Yanked or the rug should, you know, of course a blanket could be, but a rug was just, you know, yanked out from right. underneath of them. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. All right. Okay. We're all talking about, we've been talking about on the highway so much about where's the funding coming from? Follow the money. Like, what's going on? Why would anyone change their tune? Well, we see a huge investment into the university. Here's the headlines I want to bring to your attention. Uh, this is Unitaid. Funding sees launch of world's first long-acting medicine center at University of Liverpool. University of Liverpool is, is where Andrew Hill works. This is the university with which he's coming from. Unitaid is funding, we're talking, you know, 40, it says established as part of a 40 million international research consortium. That's January 12th. This funding comes into the university. And by January 16th, there's an early print. And then January 18th, a preprint that you're looking at, where suddenly there's this huge caveat shutting down uh, the recommendation of ivermectin for the WHO. Mm. Were you aware of that, that Unitate investment into his university at that moment? No, I wasn't. I only found out afterwards. And, uh, and also I'm aware that Unitate has some investment in long-acting ivermectin. So, you know, that's uh, injectable ivermectin. Okay. Um, so, you know, which also subsequently I've realized would have, uh, may have had a, 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 an influence. And so in this last clip that we have where you're really trying to say, what are you doing? What I've got to do, my responsibility is to get as much support as I can to get this drug approved as quickly as well, possible. Well, you're not going to get it approved the, what, the way you've written that conclusion. You've actually, gonna, you've actually shot yourself in the foot and you've, you've shot us all in the foot. All of everybody trying to do something good, you have okay. actually completely destroyed it. Mm. Okay. Well, that's where we'll, I guess we'll have to agree to differ. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you sleep at night, honestly. Okay. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You know, we have the advantage of seeing the faces of this. Yeah. And, you know, she's fired up and should be. Mm-hmm. Andrew Hill, once again, looks like a beaten puppy. 
He's not even <laughs> he's not even trying to be. He just basically rolls his eyes. He hangs his head like he's been underneath the lamp of interrogation for four days, and he goes, <laughs> "I I guess we'll just have to." He's to, just trying to end the conversation to, to differ. Yeah, yeah. I guess and we'll just agree to disagree. Yeah, we'll yeah, agree to differ. He says, it "Just and and she's like, how can you lay your head down with a clear conscience and and go to sleep at night? That it's just that's where we are." And you know this poor guy was he you know he and you know what we I'm sure that there's been times that we might go I wonder what goes on behind the scenes with this stuff this yeah. is we've pulled the curtain back here <laughs> we are seeing exactly what goes on behind the scenes and you know the thing is is we're like good on Tess Laurie for giving it to him and uh-huh. and and questioning his his conscience you know Absolutely. his conscience is is obviously been seared. Uh, with this stuff, I mean, he's he, he, you can you can just tell, but this is really, I think, for at least me, and hopefully the people listening, that it's it's good in the sense of I wonder if anybody ever calls these people that are making these decisions on the carpet. Well, the answer to that question is yes. Yeah, it's it, it's being done by their colleagues. Thank, yeah. thank goodness. So. All right. Well, well, let's... well, one more person that did that. Um, I mean, Geert Vandenbosch. Yes. He, he, he even said, you know, I've tried to reach out to many people begging them to please have dialogue with me. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Well, there's, yeah. But this, this is actually, you, right. you, you heard, mm-hmm. yeah, you heard yep. the interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A, a little bantering back and forth. So, and, you know, interesting. A little one representing good. Mm-hmm. One representing evil. Mm. No question. Yeah. All right. Moving on. To hear him say there that he obviously still believes in it. He's saying it's just a matter of time. Yet we are now a year out from this conversation. And ivermectin is almost illegal. I mean, it's almost illegal to use it. California here in America is looking to pass a law that any doctor that prescribes things like ivermectin can have their license taken away. This has become this, you know, it would be California. Uh, this flashpoint in, in, in people's lives. But there you go, a threat. There's a threat. I'm just going to jump in. We were talking about it before. Yeah. You're, you're either given incentives or you're threatened. You know, mafia, right. mafia type thug type. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, tactics, you know. Yeah. All right, you don't want to. Doctors, you're using this. We're gonna th- we'll take away your license. We'll take away everything. Yeah, you're not using this drug. Well, why not, Doc? Wait, mean, which what you what, know? Yeah, what sense why, does that why, make? Unless they're Doctor Kavorkian and actually actively seeking to kill people. Yeah, yeah. Why you know, why can't I use it? Why, well, it's what, it's helping people. Well, yeah. no, you just need to do what we say. No, you can't help people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what it is. But uh, he, 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 just uh, right unbelievable. out, unbelievable. As plain as a nose on our faces, there. That's there, there. There we go with the threats. Hang in the balance, and as you predict in that moment, and he wants you to, to agree to differ. You're saying you're going to destroy ivermectin. Essentially, that is what happened here, isn't it? I think for me, um, what's really important about ivermectin is that ivermectin is actually the key to unlocking all the secrets of this pandemic. Mm. Because, you know, it turns out hydroxychloroquine was squashed as well. Mm -hmm. And if 
um, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine had been approved, uh, there would have been no lockdowns, there would have been no masking or any of that necessary because they're really good at reducing transmission, ivermectin especially, so it works for prevention as well as treatment. So there would have been no emergency use authorization of experimental novel treatments. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't wow. help it. I got to keep jumping in. So wow. apparently they want lockdowns. They, 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 Absolutely. They, want, they wanted the emergency use, you know, None of this stuff would have happened. None of the restrictions that, oh, by the way, newsflash, Anthony Fauci said that the United States or Americans should sort of be prepared for the possibility of more restrictions. Oh, uh, yeah. Just quick update. Yeah, news, that's breaking news. Newsflash, news that was about, uh, about 24 hours ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but had... Had those two drugs been used, this is coming from an expert, a, a, a doctor. None of these things would have been needed. None. Yeah. yeah. But, and what she's probably going to get to, but I'm going to, mm -hmm. just because I'm rolling here, <laughs> is the biggest thing is people yeah. wouldn't have died. A lot of people would still be right. alive today because right. of this. Don't forget that one. Yeah, and and they... Um... But if you follow what we've been putting out on our podcast, and I, I, I'm assuming you can find it in other places, but it, you follow what some of the podcasts have said that they uncovered back in like 2010, 2015, different statements from people. Yeah. This is, is like, we're, well, like we're saying, their pandemic. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, sure. I mean, they want you locked up. They want you to follow what they say. They want you... Right. Th this is... And here, here we're seeing it from a frustrated expert that wanted to help people and still does. I mean, bless yeah, her heart, you know. Absolutely. And uh, those two drugs, it was. It's like those are the two pillars of mm -hmm. saving the whole shebang. Uh, yeah. And boy, they did everything and are still doing everything they can to yeah. to get rid of these drugs for good. Yeah. All right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Moving on. And, uh, and, and that includes the new gene-based vaccines. So if you, know, if you want to um, understand what COVID is all about, uh, then you've got to start with ivermectin. And, um, and that really unlocks the whole, um, the whole mystery. Mm. And I think really, as we say here, we're going to need an investigation into what, to me, could lead to crimes against humanity. If there was a known Absolutely. Um, solution, a, 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 a miracle drug, if you will, that could have saved millions of lives, and it was purposely <laughs> stopped by some group of people uh, or health departments, then we've really got to question the motives there. I just want to go through a couple of beats. We've talked about a little bit, but to be clear, Andrew Hill is on your side. Uh, he is, is tweeting out how excited he is ab about the product. He's going to the NIH with, uh, the, with Merrick and Corey. Um, and then we have an investment. Let's see this again. An investment into his university, $40 million by Unitaid. Unitaid funding sees launch of the world's first long-acting medicine center at University of Liverpool. These are the way they do things. We're going to give you a lot of money. So, and he says, 
In the end, he admits to you, yes, Unitaid is a part of the conclusion. Who's funding Unitaid? You mentioned Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We looked that up. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are investing a big part of Unitaid. We also know that uh, Bill, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation are really one of the primary funders of the WHO. And so when we start seeing this you know, collaborative effort, it appears, to stop ivermectin, um, what do you think needs to happen? I mean, this is a drug that you are convinced has a 75% reduction. Pierre Corey calls it a miracle drug. When you look at the lives that are lost, that are still being lost today. Mm-hmm. That's right. How do we hold accountable? How far should this go? How important is this conversation in the world today? Well, as I say, I think it's really important because um, it's it's the key to to understanding everything that's been going on, um, and you know how emergency drugs get uh, approved so quickly. You know the 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 vaccines, how quickly they were rolled out. And, uh, and it also um, highlights that um, the, the people need to actually educate themselves and take responsibility for their own health. You cannot rely on the authorities. Um, we have been really trying, um, we've had so much correspondence with authorities around the world, including the FDA and the NIH, just to, to say, here's the evidence and please uh, uh, approve it. And they've just said, um, thanks for your opinion or thanks for your views. <laughs> you know, they never acknowledge that we've provided them with the evidence. And so mm. it really is up to each and every individual to start um, being more aware uh, uh, of, um, of what they put into their bodies, both you know, what they put into their minds, be it the TV or prop programming and all of that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and also what they put into their bodies in terms of uh, medical interventions. Are you at all concerned that since there's been such a heavy hand uh, it appears involved. I, I don't think Andrew Hill is really the person that we're looking at as the cause, even though I think what we're looking at is the death of ivermectin and who killed ivermectin. But it's not Andrew Hill. It's someone behind him, someone influencing mm-hmm. him. Are you concerned that these entities, may their WHO is involved in, in, and maybe Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, that they have doubled down you know, on this and put so much energy behind it that they can never allow um, the truth to come out about ivermectin? Do you think that there's going to be a concerted effort in the world to make sure that ivermectin just stays on this list of drugs that were perhaps dangerous and and were never going to be useful? Yeah, the forces have definitely doubled down on it. Um, You know, the, the media, BBC and all of that, the trusted news initiative, you know, Big on ivermectin being a horse dewormer, and 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 all the all the you know the serious disinformation out there on ivermectin. And one has to wonder why, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and I have a theory on that, and it's actually um, and it's and it's becoming more and more apparent that uh, ivermectin is not only useful for COVID. Uh, acute COVID, it's useful for long COVID, and it's also useful for people who are suffering from side effects from the vaccines, these uh, the new COVID vaccines. So um, it's it's the first go-to now amongst doctors who are actually helping people with the side effects of vaccines, particularly neurological side effects, um, that ivermectin is top of the list there. So wow. uh, the story of ivermectin doesn't end with acute COVID. We really need ivermectin to be available 
and we need to be doing um, doing studies, but more population-based studies than, than these randomized controlled trials. And we need to be using it for individualized treatment uh, uh, of people who um, who are suffering, you know, either either from the, the long-term consequences of COVID or from the vaccines. Tomorrow, you are releasing mm. a short documentary uh, about a letter that you have written to Andrew Hill. Do you want to tell me about that? What, what is it that you are trying to achieve in your interaction still with Andrew Hill? Okay. Good question. Think about that. She's going to be writing a letter to this gentleman, and that... Uh, has already taken that letter's already been already has taken place, and I'm not sure how many of our listeners know about it. Uh, it's mm. only been a couple of weeks ago, but the bottom line is, I I, I like Dr. Laurie for many things, and and this is one of them that she's not she's not willing to give up on someone. I I could only expect we can we can. And I don't know exactly what the letter says, but, yeah, I, I, don't. but, but I would think that it would have to – if she really has compassion, which she, she feels like she does, I think she wants to sort of call him on the carpet, but I also – I think she wants to make an appeal to him that yeah. if you want to help save hundreds of thousands of lives and maybe even millions, you need to turn around and do the right thing. Right. You know, it's almost like, you know, uh, God gives us – many opportunities to do the right thing. Yes. He also says in his word that, you know, there's going to come a time that that window of opportunity is going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I will not be with you always to to where, you know, there's going to come a time when that door closes. Just, just like it did in the ark, you know, the door closed. Right. You know, yeah. it stayed shut for seven days. The decisions were made, right? And and I think that's what this reminds me of. I, I think that I could totally see her saying, you know, look, do the right thing because this might be your only chance to do the right thing. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, so I really appreciate her, but. Wow, her state. She did. Did you pick up on her theory of why they're really going after, especially she said ivermectin. Uh, with what she said, I said, "Wow, that's why Dr. Pierre Corey is calling it a miracle drug because it's not just for acute COVID; it's for long long term COVID, and it's also being used for, for people side that have effects, had yeah, against the, the vaccine." vaccine. Right. So if you've yeah. got this drug that can really help save people from who knows what everlasting uh, uh, medical problems or even death, right? And 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 that's all I need to know. Yeah, that's all I need to know is yeah. they're wanting to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell you, Ben, if 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 it was a close family member of yours, mm-hmm. and Somebody told you, and and you know that the clock was ticking, right? And your close relative and just whoever that might be in your mind could be on the verge of taking their last breath in a day or two. And right. someone told you that if you give them ivermectin, you're going to increase their chances of living by ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Would you say? 
Well, that's just a horsewarming paste. I, no, I'm not going to take. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Nope. Of course. Who in their right mind would? Yeah. This can save lives, and these people know it. Uh-huh. I think the majority of the ones that are doing this, even in the media, they know it. Yeah. They're, yeah. you know, and let's let's just face it: the people in the media have been pawns for, you know, for how long? Bought and paid for. I think it, I think they're in a tougher position than than most when you when it really gets down to it because if they wanted to swing back the other way, who knows what could happen? Uh, so, you know, giving up your freedom, yeah, I don't care what's offered, is never a good thing. Giving up your moral values, giving up the core values that you're carrying today. Mm-hmm. Is, is never a good idea. And my encouragement to those listening is if you want to hold on to what's dear to you, you need to continue to pray and search the scriptures and, and make sure you are fortified with the word of God because that is the only way that you're going. Th- these people are influenced by the evil one. Mm-hmm. And if we think we can go toe-to-toe with him, just with our power, it's not going to happen. So that's my encouragement to stand on what you believe in and these things. It it saddens me to to know that it, it, hundreds of thousands of people, and I I believe some of these other reports that it's, it's well into a million and a half or more died needlessly, mm-hmm. and. I start running back in my head friends that died, and I'm thinking, wow, maybe it was because of the vaccination. Maybe it was because they didn't get the treatment they needed, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So from the rooftops, from the the megaphone, the old megaphone, remember the old cheerleaders with the megaphone that shouted as loud as we can? We need to get this word out, and and all of the, all of those that are listening, share this. Ben's mentioned it uh, at the beginning. Share it, like it. Uh, we need to get the word out here. This is this is extremely important, and it's going to get heavier and heavier as we go along. Uh, and we're yeah. going to, you know, there again, rock tumblers. Uh, we're going to continue to give you hope uh, through a variety of things. But uh, our number one source. <laughs> Is God who, uh, yes. who uh, let's let's appeal to Him as we close out. Oh, Father in heaven, Lord, I want to lift up all of those that are listening and ask that you sear their hearts with the truth, protect their consciences that they don't become seared. May Your Word live in them, and may You live in them. We pray that we will continue, all of us, rock tumblers and truth seekers, that we will continue to hunger and thirst for your righteousness. There are, we believe, hundreds and thousands or even millions of families that have lost loved ones or are caring for loved ones that have been stricken with illnesses, whether it be a neurological, uh, any kind of crippling disease that that has changed their lives. And we're, we're speaking of 
even children from three to four years old and, and up, we pray that you be close to them. Give them hope and strength that you are still there and that they can lean on you and get get them, you can get them through this. And Lord, we want to also lift up those that are spreading this word, standing up in the gap, these medical professionals that are not exchanging their freedom for the position of a pawn. We ask for special strength for them, and may they be reached by your spirit. We thank you again for this platform that we can be out there reaching many, many countries. And we also ask that everything that we do here is glorifying you. And as we part ways, our prayer is that every intent of our thought be pure. We ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.